When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wondering what's next in your business or personal life? Welcome to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, a podcast dedicated to helping you with all of life's challenges, discoveries, and opportunities. Whether you're seeking a new career, retirement, or simply wanting to make an impact in your community or the world, join Jen Duplessis and her guests as they explore how to start, what to do when you're in the thick of a change or growth, and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking. Hey everyone, welcome back to this episode. I am delighted to introduce you to Helene Leeds. She is a wellness innovator and an international expert in health and wellness, immersed in cutting edge nutrition, fitness, spiritual thought and leadership, right? She's on a mission to empower people to succeed in revitalizing their life, their relationships, and their businesses. Helene activates change through her health and lifestyle coaching, which boy, I need change sometimes too, and mentoring programs, breaking down these toxic habits that we have. We're going to talk about this today like nobody's business, these habits that we have, and to put our, to be able to put ourselves onto a path of um, vitality, right? Vitality. Um, She's a former Ford model. And so if you're not watching, you want to come and see her. She's a former Ford model, a master chef on Fox uh, TV cast member, mother seeker of truth, and the principal of Purposeful Ventures. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. What a warm, warm welcome. <laughs> well, you're a warm person and we just have hit it off so well. And, it, you know, just so that everybody knows um, you, I was a guest on your podcast as well. And so we'll make sure we have links in, in this show so that people can come and watch your show as well. But, you know, I, I'm excited to talk about this particular topic today because, you know, we're approaching as we're recording this, we're approaching <laughs> a couple things. We're approaching Thanksgiving which I guess is first and foremost on my mind, right? Because we're approaching Thanksgiving and we know what happens on Thanksgiving, right? Everybody eats and has turkey comas and and all of that good stuff. Um, But we're also approaching, and by the way, it happens to be my birthday this year. Um, But we're also approaching uh, the first of the year and people put together all of these New Year's resolutions that they're going to change things. And then they kind of, you know, it's a good intent, but the law of diminishing return, right? After time, over time there, you know, they don't, they don't do all these things. So I, what I really love about what you're going to talk about today is how to incorporate this into your lifestyle. And as we are all, um, you know, coming out of COVID, so to speak, or the pandemic, you know, we find that, you know, speaking on Zoom and being in front of our cameras in our, in our um, computers and working from home has now become somewhat of a new norm. There are exceptions, of course, but this is a real big concern for me personally. You know, I'm about ready to be 59 next week, and um, you know, my body shifting. 
my mind is shifting. I was just emailing with my um, operations director saying, I can't find the email I sent to you yesterday. And I looked and I can't find it. <laughs> and I hit it somewhere that I would remember, but I can't, you know, it's just, I think we're all just experiencing this sort of um, Linus syndrome of numbness that's happening around us. And, and what's worse is I'm plant-based. <laughs> right. And so I already have good eating habits, but I think my sitting habits are different. So I'm being vulnerable and I'm bringing this up so that you can speak to not only me, but to people that are listening here that have to recognize that we need to work on our health and our spirituality, but also how it impacts business too. So not really a question, just a big comment, a commentary to bring us into this discussion. And I'm going to let you take it away with whatever direction you think you want to go in right now to respond to what I just had to say. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing with us. And I know that you're not alone. I know that people listening are, are too feeling maybe some lethargy who are feeling like they know they need to exercise. They know that there's energy that's available to them that they just can't reach or access that they used to have, for example. Mm. And especially now that the days are getting shorter and that yes. we're having less light, right. you need a lot more uh, momentum and, 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 and energy in order to actually create that for yourself. And I have to say that um, <laughs> you're right. Sitting is the new smoking. And if we're sitting, yeah, we're like slowly dying. And it's like, um, it's really strange because we don't talk a lot about it. We don't hear a lot about microcirculation and capillary density. And that's exactly what is getting that's just what's at stake, so to say, when we're sitting all day is that we don't have as much density in our capillaries, which which is which makes up our microcirculation, which is responsible for the nutrients getting into the cells and the toxins getting out. So if we don't have that like basic functioning that fuels our mitochondria and like those little engines of our of our systems, then we're really going to have like low energy. So it's kind of like a catch 22. If we don't do it, we won't have the energy. And you know what? And if we, you know, so if, if you, and if you have to really find that motivation, that spark somewhere inside to be able to say, okay, I'm going to get up a little earlier today, even if it's dark outside or after my day is complete before dinner, or even after dinner, I'm going to take a half an hour walk, um, but you've got to get it in. And it has to be like, you know, getting in your eight glasses of water or more a day. Um, you've got to just plan it, organize yourself around it and take good care of yourself. Cause it's a, it's a fact. Everyone knows we need to exercise, but we need, you know, resistance training, aerobic, anaerobic, um, and we need some stretching, right? We need those four things every week of our lives, um, or we are slowly dying. And now these, uh, these, these desks that are on treadmills are um, becoming more popular. A lot of the friends that I have in the medical world are using those who are, you know, their lives are on Zoom now and they walk about 16 miles a day. It's really wow. interesting. They're not sweating, you know, they're just doing a small, a slow, you know, walk, yeah. but it's, you know, better than nothing, right? Right. Or take small breaks throughout the day, like five yeah. minutes between calls, you know, buffer in some time if you can, um, so that you can go outside, take a few deep breaths, even do some twists in your chair. You can even do squats, you know, um, maybe not while you're on a zoom call, but that's something really easy to do <laughs> right. when you're in your chair, just get up and down 15, yeah. 20, 30, 40, 50 times. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. really, really important. And it's really about the capillary density that, you know, it's, it's like a, it's, it's so concrete, um, we've got to have that capillary density for aging well, 
and healthily. Um, and, and research is coming out every day more and more on this topic. Yes, it's about our heart muscle, but more importantly, from my perspective, it's the capillary density that we want to so increase that micro. Right. So let's talk about that because everybody, you know, when we went to school, of course, we know about, we heard capillaries, we knew what they were. I don't remember what they are. It's a very common term. I get it. I heard I, when you say capillary, I'm like, I know that word, but I don't really understand capillary density. Help me understand a little bit more about that. And then I want to ask you a couple of other questions. Well, before you answer that, um, this is how my podcasts go, by the way, because I don't, I talk, I'm curious. <laughs> and I think everybody knows I this. Love it. Love it. Yeah. They're just me. Okay. It's just me. I'm not going to be any different. Um, I have a, love you. I have a vibration plate, which I absolutely love. You know, and sometimes when I say this, people are like, what, what do you have? But these things are the coolest things in the world. And what I do is I step on them in between calls you know, to kind of get my body going and get the energy going and, and flow. And they've been found to be really, really good for, for, um, circulation. And, and that seems to be my issue, you know, is circular circulation is a big thing for me. Cause I sit all the time, right now I'm standing for this particular call, but sometimes I don't, you know, so explain to us exactly what the, what capillary density is so that we have a clear understanding before we head into more, um, complex topics that you might be talking about today. Jen, like you just used the word that after 30 years of research internationally, I use to distill everything that I know. And I'm like a total geek, like, you know, tens <laughs> of thousands of hours, right? Circulation is yeah. the name of the game. And ironically, your capillaries are not connected in the say into your vascular system. Like they're, they're part of the vascular system, but they're not tied in. It's almost like they're, um, they're like their own network. Uh, and and they uh, they they are dense or not dense based on like how much muscle you have, and they help to increase circulation. So the power plate I think was is like the the mainstream version of what you're describing. Those vibration plates, which are amazing, they basically like shake out you know the toxins in your fat cells, and they help your immune system to function more optimally, and they help boost your mood, and they help your colon function better, like better. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's a and wonderful one. Yeah. And I want to tell you something else too. I mean, you'll know if you haven't had enough water because you know how, when you exercise, sometimes you, you itch, right? Like I, I'm, I was a runner for years and my legs would itch and I'm like, oh my gosh, my legs are itching when I'm working out. Right. So, so it, it sort of is a little temperature I'm taking all day long is when I hop on it and I'm, and I'm doing my little vibration and whatever, by the way, everybody, you should get these things. You can get them on Amazon, but, um, you know, you can do a little vibration or you can do a lot. You can do push-ups on it. You can, ah. you can do all kinds of stuff on it. But, but, um, when I'm itching, I know that I haven't had enough water that day. And I know that I need to consume. Oh. I love that. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to the bathroom every two hours, you probably need to drink more water, <laughs> right. folks. Uh, chronic hydration is an issue. You know, if your urine is not like, if your urine is clear, then you're, you're usually good to go unless you're taking B vitamins, of course. Um, but if you get like kind of dark gray or brown urine, you know, you're definitely dehydrated. I mean, so many things can be cured by just hydrating properly in, ter yeah. you know, in terms of in chronic inflammation and pain and headaches and low energy. I mean, hydration is so key. Like if we don't have good oxygen, and um, 
you know, adequate hydration and good sleep, like all bets are off. Like you can't expect yourself to be able to function well at work and perform optimally um, and, you know, meet your deadlines and your, you know, all the things that you're doing uh, in your life as a parent, uh, as a sister, brother, mother, (laughs) as a a coworker. Yeah. Well, as a leader or as an expert in your field, you know, if, if you just, you know, and, and retention, of data. And I think that's really important now, you know, facts and figures and in retention, you know, of data and, you know, even problem solving is not as good. It's not as sharp as clear. And, you know, I think that, that those things, you know, are really, really important. Now, you know, I want to ask you a little bit about this too, because again, everybody who's listening to this sits in an office, at some point in time or or is i'm not saying everybody is but but it you know spends time sitting doesn't have enough energy maybe is binge watching tv you know at night and now that it's darker it's even worse right everyone's doing all of that um circulation is definitely an issue and i know that's one of the things you love talking about but you happen to mention breathing and this is an issue i believe as well and i know that i'm reading some some data on breathing. Um, I do a lot of breathing throughout the day. Um, I'm a big breather. I've learned to breathe because I had chronic back issues because I didn't breathe. If you can believe that, I mean, they can be a source and, um, but I'm reading about how to breathe specifically. It's not enough. Just take a breath. Um, and a lot of my students that I work with and, and people that are in my masterminds, we start off our, our classes by breathing because, um, they come in, I can feel the energy. I'm an empath. So I can feel that energy. And I'm like, everybody take a breath. Everybody bring it back to normal. Give us some thoughts on what you think about breathing and some of the new information that's coming about, out about how to breathe. And I'm talking specifically about contraction of tummy, as opposed to filling up of tummy. If you even, you know, if you know that information, but just, we need some ideas on breathing. I do. I do. I figured you did. Absolutely. What? Well, yeah. So right before I switch to breathing, though, I do want to say that if, if the power plate or that vibration plate isn't something that's going to work for your budget or for your office, uh, you can always jump up and down in your office. You know, that's also a possibility. And I know that sounds strange, but you could jump squats, you could dance. Um, and also rebounding is an excellent option. Um, and you have to be careful if you have any kind of head injuries or con- concussive symptoms. Um, if you have anything that going on, you know, in, in your spine, um, sometimes those vibration plates can um, cause problems. So I just want to yeah. mention that um, if you're, if you're going to consider that, which is an excellent way to get circulation and increase your respiratory rate. Um, so I've been practicing breathing exercises for 28 years now. Wow. And it is the most valuable asset that we all have. It is free. You can take it everywhere with you. It's with you all the time. And it's the fastest way to switch your nervous system. And your nervous system and the nerve fibers that make up your, you know, they're all over your entire body are very delicate you know, almost like hair. If you've never noticed that split end, you know, it frays. Yeah. Um, you know, if you see hair, someone who's been through a trauma, their hair is, you know, kind of frayed as if they stuck their finger in an electric socket. That is how our nervous system looks when it's under stress. And right now, society and those of you listening may be experiencing ultimate highs of anxiety and depression. 
And this is something that's going on in your nervous system. It's not exclusive to your feelings and your thoughts and your emotions. It's actually happening in your physical body. And the best way to tonify the nerve fibers, to make them smooth again, because we can't just put a conditioner in our hair, (laughs) you know, or do a treatment. (laughs) We have to actually use the breath, like washing over the nervous system. The nervous system is also the system that that channels light, that, that is like your electrical system, quite literally the electrical system of your body. And so we nourish it by breathing. We also nourish it by, you know, plant-based foods that are full of full of phytonutrients, nutrients that are capturing light and making nutrients and leaves that we eat and plants. Um, but breath is so cr- critical. And I would recommend that everybody starts to put an alarm um, mm-hmm. on their phone or mm-hmm. make a, an appointment in your calendar to take at least five minutes a day up to 30 minutes a day where you're just focusing on your breath. And the first step is observation, just yeah. watching how you're, yeah. and then that slowly brings you into a state of calmness. And I also recommend this before eating. I mean, I'm the worst, you know, I'll be like, I'm always rushing, you know, but if I can take at least three up yeah. to 10 breaths before I eat, you're switching your nervous system into an, a state that it can actually absorb those nutrients. Cause when I'm eating on the go or in the car, or if that's what you're doing, those of you who are listening, your body actually isn't in a receptivity mode. It's in a go mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can relate, but I'm going to go most of the time. <laughs> so, well, yeah. and I caught myself doing that. And that's why I was smiling because I caught myself doing that last night. Um, you know, my husband said to me, well, what are we having for dinner? And I'm like, well, why do I have to make dinner? I just got off all these calls. I'm done finally at seven o'clock. I don't know. And I said, well, we're going to have breakfast for dinner. Right. And so I'm making breakfast, dinner, you know, fast and, and, and doing all. And then I noticed that, you know, I'm like, eat your dinner before it's cold, honey, eat your dinner before it's cold. And he was doing something. And I just went and I sat in front of the TV and I, I looked down and my plate was gone. And I was like, where's my food? I don't remember having my food. Oh. Right. And, and I'm really oh, cognizant yeah. of that. I'm very cognizant of um, each breath, each not breath, but each bite is a gift from God. Right. I, I'm very cognizant. Someone taught me that years ago. And you know, that to take in that bite and, and, and realize what it is and what I'm eating and the flavors and savor all of it. And I literally scarfed my dinner last night, right? I just flat out scarfed. (laughs) And I think awareness to your, I mean, I'm sure we can all relate. Oh yeah. All of us have done it, but, but, oh, I, to your point about increasing awareness, you know, I stepping back to the breathing, I did not realize I didn't breathe. I, I mean, we all obviously are breathing or we're not here, right? But you you don't expand your chest and your and your rib cage the way that you need to be doing with breathing. And we just have this very shallow thing that, that, that literally, when I say shallow, if you're watching this, right, you know this, but, but I'm literally, you barely have a pulse because you're just have this shallow breathing. And what breath does is it brings us alive and then brings us back down. Right. And even speaking that all of us, when we speak, we answer a question and we just, we answer it from the breath that existed rather than just, you don't have to go, let me answer that question, but just (laughs) thank you so much for asking that question. Right. Yeah. And and they say the quality of your breath is the quality of your life. Yeah. And 
So I was taught as a singer. So I was trained as a classical opera singer from age four to 18, which is way, it's premature. Uh, unfortunately, I developed nodes and so on and so forth. But we, I learned very young about, you know, the, the four lobes of the, of the lungs and how there's like an upper chest and a lower chest. Your lungs take up a huge capacity uh, in, you know, they come all the way up um, and they go down quite far. And so it's even when we take a deep breath, we wanna try to fill those lower chambers of your lungs. And when you do that, you'll feel your, your rib cage expand and your belly go down like your, your diaphragm really, which is kind of just below your ribs. Um, and so you want to be able to take some deeper breaths. So I think first step is observation. Just watch your breath for a few breaths and then it will shift your breath automatically. The second step is to deepen your breath. And then there are thousands of iterations of the three parts of the breath, inhalation, retention, and exhalation. So in essence, it's very simple, right? Observe, breathe deeply, and then notice these three things, right? Yeah. The inhalation, the retention, mm -hmm. and the exhalation. And mm -hmm. There's actually a retention at the end of the exhalation naturally. And then you start to play, so to say, inside of that construct. If you have low energy, you increase your inhalation. If you have too much energy, you're nervous, excited, um, you know, or you're feeling frantic or scattered, then you focus on lengthening the exhalation. And if you want to maintain a homeostasis and you're feeling great, you just, you know, keep that inhalation and exhalation even. And I can go on and on and on about the different, you know, uh, ways in which you hold the breath. And then what you were describing earlier, Jen, is a more sophisticated and advanced version of how you contract uh, different muscles in the lower abdomen and lower body um, to, you know, bring in and massage the organs, to detoxify. Um, and then there's all these different ways to help your lungs to increase their capacity to, you know, have an inhalation that lasts 30 seconds or more. Right. right exhalation but that that's quite in a hole we have also, to actually train yeah and the whole yes, you know the five the five second hold or 30 second hold whatever yeah i think and i think those are are all interesting um and i didn't mean to cut you off on that i wanted to just go back to you know the different levels of low i mean i listen this is one of the reasons why i do podcasts because i learn so much about so many things and and then I want to read more and then I want to learn more and then I want to apply. And that's really the key here is that we can all talk about wanting to be healthy and wanting, wanting, wishing, wishing, but until we can take the action and myself included, right. I, I get myself caught in this, this world. And there are days on my calendar where I just don't have any appointments whatsoever because I need to step away from this computer. Right. And, um, uh, you know, I, but I want to talk about this for a second because there's in the, in the lower lobes, when we can, we can engage those lower lobes. We also can engage another vital organ that I'm sure you're going to know what I'm talking about. That is all about our life. Right. And that's our liver. Can you talk to that as well? Liver love. It's the most important thing. It's a vital, <laughs> vital organ. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is responsible for thousands and thousands of biomechanical functions in our body. And I spent a lot of time on my, on my liver, thinking about it, tending to it. Um, and breath definitely helps. And I think the breath helps from my understanding uh, through the nervous system though. When we can calm the nervous system, then we can liberate energy for the liver to do its work. Um, I, I, it's the liver is, is it's like, it's like a, a, we nourish the liver by our breath. And it's important that we just slow ourselves down. 
because I, I, I lately I've been thinking a lot about this, this term, we are what we eat. Yeah. And I don't disagree. We are what we absorb. Yes. And that is really true. What, you know, how well the function of the liver and large intestine, um, you know, how high that functionality is. Mm -hmm. And so we have permeability issues toxin issues. I mean, there's over 70,000 toxins that are coming in to us. We have to be on a detoxification or cleansing ritual. We have to really attend to it daily. Um, and that's why we have kind of such high cancer rates and things like that, that we're seeing. And so the liver is, is a critical, critical organ for this, this detoxification. And not only are we, what we assimilate in our emotional body, because the anger represents, um, sorry, the liver represents anger in Chinese medicine. And so when we find that we have a short temper or we're quick to react, that usually means our liver is maybe heated, it's hot, which means it has uh, too much toxicity. And so breathing definitely helps that, but breathing helps that through a number of different ways in terms of when we're quieter and we're clearer because our nervous system is calm, we're making different choices. Mm -hmm. We're in a different position to okay. make choices because we cannot expect ourselves to function at work well to have a clear mind um if we're if we're, if we're reactive um we have to be able to think through problems we have to be able to respond well um and that's how you rise in your businesses it, it's and it's really through you know having this 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 state of 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 peace and also sleeping between 12 a.m. and 3 a.m. is really critical. So getting to bed around 10 is really important for your liver, really important. And so breathing exercises can also help you to go to sleep that early in case you're not accustomed to doing that. Um, it's really makes a huge difference to let your liver restore between 12 a.m. and 3 a.m. And you need to hit that deep REM sleep during that time in order to wake up feeling refreshed and, and vital and alive. And so I uh, really want to encourage people to, to think about those things. Yeah. Um, the liver also loves green. But when you think about what we assimilate through our liver and our large intestine, I also think about that emotionally. Because when we're hot to respond, we're going to you know have retention issues in our businesses. We're going to have uh, problems in our teams. Um, you know, There's all kinds of relationship issues that, that emerge from that, including our relationship with ourselves. But we have to take time. And breathing helps us to take more time, even if it's five minutes, folks, it doesn't have to be a whole thing, <laughs> you know, like a two yeah. hour breathing. Yeah. It doesn't. Um, and, and, you know, and I always look at, you know, people talk about meditation, right. And I'm, I'm a meditator. I'm also a prayer, a prayer person. And, and I know you are too, this, you know, how I always describe this and I've never heard it described anyway like this. And so you all can listen to this if you want, but meditation is receiving. And, and that's what I, you know, you're calming yourself down enough to receive. And, you know, there is, I'm horrible about this. I've said this before, maybe one day I'll get better at this um, with scripture, but, you know, be still and know that I am. And, and that's what God wants us to do is to be still and know who he is. Right. And so when we're still, we receive not only God's graces, but we also are, are receiving the answer to the challenge and the, and the problem, the solution to the problem. Oh, the idea that came in, right? When we're quiet, we can do that. And that's what I love about meditation is I solve my world's peace, my world's issues, right? my world. And that's what I love about meditation. For me, prayer is the outgoing, right? The asking, uh, not, uh, you know, Sharon Elector always says, uh, you know, worry is 
um, is prayer. What does she say? Hold on. I'll get this worry. Worry is, um, asking for what you don't want, right? That's what worry is. It's asking for what you don't want because you're going, Oh God, please don't let this happen. Please don't let this happen. Please don't let that happen. I see prayer as thank you for giving. Thank you for looking after my family. Just changing the the just the words of you know thank you for uh, you know watching over my my unborn grandbaby that's happening right now. Thank you so much for for keeping us safe. Rather than please don't let us get in an accident, right? That that's the difference. Right. But I love what I love about prayer is that I can show gratitude and and that's peaceful and that is vitalizing in our lives as well. And that's how I describe the difference between the two. My mind is asking Absolutely. and the other is it's receiving. Yeah, right? that's so beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And it's really, they've done so much research now on meditation and prayer mm-hmm. showing that it does indeed, in fact, it actually allows us to be more receptive to nutrients, to oxygen, to let go of toxins. Um, so so there's something, there's a real formula to that scientifically now. It's not just, um, you know, our anecdotes anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it real. Isn't. It's real books. And, and, you know, and I think some people think meditation is a lofty thing, but it's not. It's not. No, it's not at all. And, and, you know, um, and I had to make that break, you know, I mean, for four, for 35 years, I was in a, a business, you know, financial institution and our financial services and, you know, and, and it's all hardcore. It's like run, run, run business, business, dog, eat dog, you know, keep it, keep armor on, you know, don't show your weaknesses, all of those things. And what I realized when I started just exploring this crazy world of, oh, you know, and back then we called it woo woo, not mindset, but, but, you know, it's like all this, all this stuff. When I started tapping into it, my business started growing and that's why it's so important to bring you onto this, the, this podcast to share this because it it is all about our life. It's not just personal. It's not just spiritual. It's not relationships. It's not physical. It, it does roll itself into every aspect of our life, um, capitalism, business, you know, all of those pieces. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've interviewed hundreds of people just like you, and I've traveled all over the world speaking to some of the top executives, bankers, even celebrities, um, all of them meditate. Mm -hmm. And it looks different, right? could be the after lunch walk in the mm-hmm. forest. It doesn't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be on the high Himalayas sitting on a, you know, tree stump or whatever. Um, it, it, right, it's right. literally, you could be washing dishes. You could be, it's about your mindfulness. It's about your intention. Yeah. It could be that you take a nap after lunch and you're actually just praying or you're just uh, clearing your mind and taking some deep breaths to calm your nervous system down. Yeah. And so, so it's not something that's, that's lofty or out of reach. It's something that's right here in front of you with your breath, slowing it down, looking deeply, deeply into it. And I guarantee you, your relationships will improve. Your energy levels will improve. Your absorption of your food will, in, will improve. Your ability to manage your emotions will improve. Your, your everything will be impacted if you just take that time um, to integrate. Yeah. 
I think that's beautiful. Okay. So I want to talk about because everyone's saying, okay, great, great, great. Get me on the path. There's so much I need to learn. I got to get, I got to go to bed at this time and I got to pray at this time and I got to get in and I make sure I don't wake up before three and, and then I'm going to wake up and I have to feel great and I've got to exercise and oh my gosh, I got to breathe. And you know, there's all this stuff. How do we bring this in? to have a, and I'm an engineer. So how do we bring this in to have a systematic approach, a way that we can do this so that we can accomplish this in this next year and not continue to, as you're saying, you know, if we're not breathing, we're dying. And if we're not, you know, the quality of your breath is a quality of your life. And um, I, how do we bring this all in, bring us home, tie a bow on this? How do we get a hold of you? What do we do? <laughs> Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> commitment, right? It's all about commitment and default commitments. You know, yeah. where are, what are we doing with our time and who are we being? And I, and I think that everyone needs to just reflect honestly for themselves. Why, you know, what is, what is your commitment? Okay. What is it really? And write it down and get clear on what it is. Um, and because that's going to drive everything Yeah. and then be honest with yourself. From a loving and forgiving standpoint about where you actually are right now and then address the gap. Um, people can reach out to me. You can get a free seven-day lifestyle plan on my website. You just enter your email and it gets delivered right to you. You can reach out to me personally um, through the contact page and I'm happy to, to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I have a community that I work with to teach you how to you know, make great food and, and the embodiment exercises and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just believe so firmly up that it's easy. I've helped thousands of people all over the world reclaim their health. And it's not something that needs to be a huge step, right? You can take small steps every day towards that. Uh, that means just trying to go to bed a little earlier, drinking some water, maybe instead of uh, some sugary drink or a soda. Uh, and that means, you know, taking that, that break, you know, for five minutes and taking some deep breaths or even just a few breaths before your meal, right? It can be small steps. They add up folks. They really, really add up. And so if we can get clear about our commitment, we can get honest about where we are, and then we can start to make small changes, that's setting yourself up for success, supported by me, supported by your community, supported by someone you love. Everyone needs support. And that is part of the recipe to success. Yeah. Oh my God. So beautiful. It really is. And it, it, in, you know, it is, and again, these are small little set, like I'm here, I'm going to show you here. I have a spin gym, right? A lot of times when I'm not on a, a call and I'm not on video, this is me having conversations with people. I'm doing these numbers, right? So for those of you that are watching, right? I'm constantly using my spin gym, you know, so, okay, I'm moving things. I'm, I'm making it happen, right? I'm using this on a daily basis as I'm standing here. So that's my my upper arm resistance. And then when we're finished, I'll go stand on my, you know, my vibration machine and get a little wiggle going on and get a little things going on and make sure I fill up my water. And, you know, I mean, but it is, this is, these are habits, right? And one of the things I love about Les Brown is he says, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And he means this in business and in everything you do. You don't have to be great at it, but you do have to start. So the one thing that we want to leave with everyone today is to take a breath, right? So, um, so that said, you guide us on how we should be taking a breath. Should we be, is it three seconds in? Is it five seconds in? Do we hold for 30 seconds? What do we do? Give us some guidance on how to take a breath so that when 
everyone has finished listening to this, they can hit stop and take a breath, a real one. Mm. Yeah. So I like to close my eyes when I'm breathing because it helps me to look inward and exhale completely all that stale air in the lungs and then take a slow, soft, deep inhalation through the nose. The nose will humidify and purify the air. And whenever you inhale through the nose, you know you're never going to hyperventilate, right? The nose is designed to, 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 in, to bring air in. Of course, if your nose is blocked, you can inhale through your mouth. But then you hold for a few seconds at the top of your breath. I like to teach most of my students about five seconds in, hold for three, five seconds out, hold for three. That seems to be what most people can do in five cycles that will keep them not getting out of breath, right? If you right. increase or that just, to seven yeah. or 10. Yeah, you can actually create a headache. You can create kind of more tension in your nerve fibers. So what you want to monitor is, that, am I getting out of breath after three cycles? So when I mean three cycles, so you exhale completely, inhale through the nose to the count of five, hold for three, and then exhale for five again. At the end of the exhalation, you pause for three. And do it and again. And then you start again. Yeah. Yeah. And this will help you to kind of start to tonify the nerve fibers. You'll notice a calming in your mind. You'll notice a clarity start to come in. And then you'll be in a more receptive mode for conversations, for closing deals, for a conversation with your loved ones, for food, whatever it is that you're doing. Right. Even before a meeting, I recommend taking at least three. Um, five is great. Um, yeah. And if you can get up to 10, that's wonderful. Before you pick up your baby at two in the morning, right? Before you pick up your baby at two in the morning, so you're not going, oh my gosh, this baby is, uh, right? You know, that you just take those few moments. Yes, they're they're crying, but you're just, I'm going to be present for them. I'm going to be present for them. You know, it's about being present. I absolutely love it. Well, oh, thank you so right. much. Thank you so much for so, so many great things and allowing for me to just kind of, you're counseling me, but I know that I'm speaking- I'm speaking through everybody else. They're asking the same questions. They're wanting to know. We didn't even talk about food, but you know, we know we know anything that comes from the ground is really good for us. <laughs> anything that's processed, Absolutely. right? And that's kind of the way to look at it. You know, anything that 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 comes from the ground is really good for you. So, um, again, how can we get in touch with you? What is the best way for us to get in touch with you? Yeah, you're welcome, Jennifer Helene.com. Jennifer Helene dot com uh, or reach out to me directly at jenhelene at gmail.com. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. You know, we've had both of these and we're not done yet. There's a lot of people that I want to introduce you to, um, and I'm sure you have the same thing, but, you know, I want to just say thank you so much for spending time with us today and sharing this with us. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to watch us and me and my antics here and how beautiful she is, you'll want to take that time to look at, check us out on YouTube and make sure you're subscribing and, and watching this video as well. Sometimes it, it's important, you know, you get a better connection with it. So thank you again, Helene, for being with us today. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen Duplessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact. 
loved this episode, be sure to subscribe right now at www.genduplessis.com S2S for more stories, strategies, and thoughts to help you gain significance and success. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Join us next week for another breakthrough episode. Thank you for listening.